Hi, everyone. It is Reverend Molly at A Common Sense Approach to the Bible. Today, I want to talk about specifically Laurie Vallow-Daybell murders and abortions. I came to know of Lori Vallow Daybell several several years ago, and through actually seeing her, I think Nate Eaton was in Hawaii and caught up with Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell while they were on their honeymoon, and their children had been missing, you know, for several months at this point, and. I thought to myself, who doesn't know where their children are? Why won't she say anything? Why is she being so tight-lipped about where the kids are? And it just struck my heart funny. And so I earnestly prayed in my prayer time, I think the following day, you know, Holy Spirit, please, you know, I don't know what's going on with this couple, but something's not right if they don't know where their children are. So this has been going on for several years. And this past Monday, Laurie Vallow-Daybell was sentenced to like, I think, five consecutive life sentences, I believe. I could be wrong on that point. Um, I didn't write a lot of notes down for this because I wanted to just speak from my heart. I've been burdened with this um, situation, as many have been. And I thought, you know, I've been listening for the last 36 hours on and off to different podcasters and different YouTubers, um, influencers. And what struck me, though, was no one was really giving a good biblical worldview on what was going on here. And since I've got um, a degree in biblical studies and religion, I thought, and I'm an ordained pastor through a local Baptist church, I thought, you know what, let me just get on here and let me talk about what is being placed in my heart about Lori Vallow-Daybell and her children, um, Tylee and JJ and Tammy Daybell, Chad Daybell's wife, and Charles Vallow, Lori Lori (laughs) Vallow... Daybell's husband, who was killed, I think, my theory is, by her brother, Alex Cox. Let me just throw my two cents in. Everybody's got opinions. But when I was listening to Lori go over um, what she had prepared to say after the victim statements were read by those who wanted to actually stand up and say something to her, um, I knew in my heart then, like, you have to say something. You have to speak out and you have to say something about all of this because you don't want people to get the wrong opinion of Jesus Christ and God our Father and where was the Holy Spirit in all of this. You know, angels were talked about. So here I am for what it's worth. And, um, you know, she stated that um, let me see, where is that exactly that I, and I wanted to quote her. She stated that in John eight, verse seven, that those who are without sin cast the first stone. 
And unless an appeal is accepted, which none of us know what the future holds, um, she's never going to come out of prison, ever. But she said that Jesus knows me and he understands me. And I thought, well, that's partially true because God does say he has us carved on the palm of his hand. But then she went on to say, this Christ knows the truth of what happened here. And Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, which I heard her say at a time or two, knows that she's murdered her children for unjust gain. Her perspective in life is coming right now from delusionment. Now, I believe it's demonic. Um, the lies that she and Chad told to people that they were empty nesters. I'm like, empty nesters? You were lying to people knowing that your children were dead, buried in his backyard. That was a lie. Her perspective is coming from the demonic realm, I believe. It's more than delusion. You know, she was convinced by Chad Daybell, a Christian author. Now, as someone who has tried to follow Jesus Christ for years, all the way, I can tell you, if I had had one of his books put in my hand, I would have thought, this is from Satan. This is a delusion. You're deluding people. It's It goes beyond cult stuff. This is sick, demonic um, thinking. Her, another thing that she mentioned was that um, she saw, she has seen um, her sister Stacy, her sister Lolly, her aunts and uncles, her grandparents. And then she says she has many communications with Jesus Christ, the Savior of this world, and our heavenly parents. Folks, we don't have heavenly parents. We have God the Father, God Most High, El Elyon, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, his Son, our Savior, and the precious Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is in our hearts if we have accepted Jesus Christ, our Savior, through faith. And I can tell you, the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of us would never make us kill our children knowingly or have our brother knowingly chop them up, tie them up, suffocate them knowingly. That is not the Holy Spirit. We serve a holy and just God, not a murderer God. So let me speak a little bit more about a couple of things that were on my heart. Um, she said that she's had many angelic visitors that have manifested to me 
And because of these communications, she knows for a fact that her children are happy and busy in the spiritual world. And the same for Tammy Daybell, because now they're friends. All of this verbiage is not coming from a holy and just God. The Apostle Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, was taken to the third heaven once, and he didn't know if he was in the body or out of the body. Now, this is someone whom Jesus struck on the road to Damascus and blinded him because he was out killing Christians. And he said, Saul, Saul, what are you doing? And I'm paraphrasing because I I didn't want this to, to be a Bible dissertation to anyone. I wanted to just speak from my heart. But the bottom lining of all of that is, if the Apostle Paul didn't see him all the time, and the disciples who were chosen, hand chosen by Jesus Christ to follow him and spread the message of the gospel throughout the world, the known world at that time. The Holy Spirit fell upon them and he guided and directed them as to what that they need as to what they needed to do. Satan masquerades as an angel of light, and I didn't want what she said to be out there having those who really didn't know what was in the word of God believe that what she was saying was truth because it's not truth. Now, I don't know what Bible she's got in prison with her, but I can tell you it's not a King James version or a New King James version or a spirit-filled New King James version or an NIV, okay, or an ESV. It never talks about zombies. It never talks about uh, people are dark and light, and we have to get rid of them. That is not from heaven. It is coming from hell. But the other thing I wanted to address without going into any more of that, because I probably could go on and on. I think her case has burdened people all over this world. How could you have done this to get married to Chad Daybell? And what? Get the insurance money, live off the insurance money, and kill your children? Like, Oh my gosh. And I think it's burdened so many of us that we've been at times heartsick. And I know that many have prayed for this situation, that justice would uh, prevail in this situation. Justice has prevailed. But also, I want to give you uh, my viewpoint on the rest of us, on the rest of it. We must never rejoice in the downfall of any human being. We're all supposed to be made in the image of God, but I can tell you Satan wreaks havoc in people's lives. Why I was so grieved over all of this for her, and I would watch her shrink back into her chair as these victim statements were being read in front of everyone. It's as if she wanted to hide in a corner and didn't want to hear the truth. It was hurting her to hear the truth. And to me, I'm like, that's a clear sign this is demonic. And that there might be some ray of light in there that lets you know that, you know, you're hearing truth. And it was really hurting her. And I know that people want her crucified at the stake. And I get, I do get that. Although I don't understand because I've never had to walk through all that. But point being, 
as followers of Jesus Christ, pray for her soul. Because if God chooses to have her repent and be remorseful over all of this and save her soul for eternity, that's his choice. It's his choice. It's not our choice. We can't step into the into the shoes of God our Father. We don't know what he's going to end up doing with her or through her. We don't know. Now, I've had abortions, and I can tell you, through remorseful, repenting sorrow that has been so painful, I had no idea that I murdered my own children. Nobody ever told me. And I was raised in Sunday school and church. I had no idea about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I would never have knowingly killed them, I don't think. But this thought occurred to me after I repented and through great um, sorrow and turned my heart to the Lord at 39 years old, the thought occurred to me, well, when do you think I put the soul in someone, Molly, after it comes out of the, the womb? I'm like, you're a live human being from the moment of inception, conception, period. There aren't any ifs, ands, or buts about it. And don't let anybody deceive you. For those of us who have had abortions, you can be delivered and uh, set free and forgiven, but you're never going to forget it. You're always going to be remorseful at times, and it's going to be hard to function at times, but you must go on so you can now make an impact for the kingdom of God. You must. But never rejoice in someone's downfall. I'm just thankful that the Holy Spirit is in me and it's still working. You can always tell if the Holy Spirit is working within someone because they do repent. They're remorseful for what they've done. They could just shrink back from all of the guilt and shame. But the guilt and shame always tell me that he is active within a person's heart. So in closing, um, our goal as followers of Jesus Christ And you'll get there if you continue to walk with Jesus Christ. You know, I know that justice is sweet at times. And I hope I never have to experience what um, all of Kay and Larry Woodcock have, all of the family members, all of the Daybells, the children, you know, Tylee and JJ and um, Charles Vallow. I understand he was just a sweet person. and. You know, Adam Cox, not Adam Cox, her brother, Alex. Adam now has a podcast with his uncle. Um, But never rejoice. I can't imagine what this whole family has been going through. Tammy's, Tammy, you know, all of her siblings and sisters, her mother who's now gone and who I think went to an early grave because of just the sorrow. Never rejoice in all of this because that isn't our father either. So with all all of that being said, I'm going to close this out. If you ever have any questions, you can always email me at mollypainter at ec.rr.com or at jesuswithoutthejunk.com. God bless everyone who listens to this. And prayerfully, I've given you a little bit different perspective, a more of a biblical worldview in all this. And until our next time.